scared if I heard that. <laughs> Man, I'm just imagining somebody driving in their car. And I was like, oh, I'm going to throw on episode 128 of the All You Can Hear podcast today with Tanner and five of his beautiful co-hosts. And then just fucking Colt screams. <laughs> like, oh my God, I hit someone. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I don't think we got anybody else's other sounds, <laughs> to be honest. No, I, I stopped. <laughs> Dude, I was like, he won. Obviously... It was a competition who had the best sound. And I was going to scream, but I'm like, you know what? Wenzel's doing the audio. He's got earbuds in his ear. It'd be really loud if I screamed. And then I'm like, I was like, and if anybody else screams, it's going to be Cody. And then fucking Colt just comes yeah. out of nowhere, screeches. Actually, I thought Jonathan had a dark horse chance of being the screamer. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. Considering when we were doing an audio test earlier, you know, we're trying to level out the audio levels and everybody's trying to be normal. And Jonathan just goes, <laughs> like talking heavy metal voice. And it's like, okay, that's normal. Anyways, I'm Tanner. Uh, this is the first episode of October. But let my, let my co-host introduce themselves first. My name Colt Fa. That's me. Jonathan. Um, chiropractor Cody. Whoa. Oh, that's not a ghost. Never mind. <laughs> or a location. I was thinking poltergeist. <laughs> uh, Wendy Winsel. What the, and you got a good wind sound too? What the fuck? You wanna be host? You wanna do audio? <laughs> <laughs> it's preternatural pat. What's that mean? Prenatal? So another word for strange or bizarre, like supernatural. Oh, okay, cool. I thought you said prenatal. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Pat is le- legitimately a walking fucking thesaurus. Yeah, it's terrifying. Pat comes with new words every week. It's it's almost of... like, I don't know how he looks him up. It's almost like he's possessed. <laughs> what? It's possessed Pat. Uh, this week to kick off our, uh, well, I guess it's not really kick off because you kicked it off last week, but it was our first proper episode of October. We are doing uh, haunted locations, haunted slash spooky locations, uh, where we're going to go through. We, each of us have a different location. We're going to go. We're going to talk about it uh, and just to try to, 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 to spook you. Yeah. Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> you're scared. You're scared because you should be. <laughs> you're on scare tactics. My britches have Fuck been off. Shit. Yeah. Oh, is she on my thing? I don't know who that is. She was on Charm. She was the oldest sister. Wait, who? Shannon Doherty. She was the, um, the first. Was she the sister that died? Yeah. In the show. Okay. But, but Cody, I don't, sorry for charm spoilers. But, <laughs> Cody referenced a, scare tactics. Tracy yeah, Morgan. Yeah, yeah. No, Shannon Doherty was like the first host of scare tactics way back in the day. Let me just tell you right now, I can't watch things with witches. And you know what? Here's another the charm dabble. spoiler. Who am I? That's the theme song. I don't, I don't know any of the words. You know, here's, <laughs> here's another spoiler that the cat can talk. Whoa, that's I, fucked up. Was that, that's not Charm. That's, no, that's it, Sabrina. No, the witch. no, it's not. I know. <laughs> Man, here's another fun fact about Charmed. Oh, Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, she was in the show was for a she? little bit. Yeah. So who the fuck are these people? Yeah, she was in know. Eight Simple Rules? Okay, a well, Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory? Oh, God. What? Have How you ever heard that? of Bazinga? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, she's... She, uh, too she's Penny! Penny! <laughs> she, she was on those travel commercials with William Shatner. He, she was implied to be his daughter. His daughter, yeah. which wouldn't work because William Shatner's like fucking ninety. I only know Bazinga. I don't know any of that. <laughs> God, I don't like this. We got, Did y'all not study before the podcast. I know a podcast. I know, right? What's the point of us having this show? Though? We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about Big Bang Theory. <laughs> God, uh, she's so as you beautiful. know, it just wrapped up its thirteenth season. Final season. <laughs> 
anyway, anyways, we're talking about haunted locations. We're gonna go in alphabetical order, uh, and maybe spook you a little bit. Maybe spook each other a little bit. Uh, so we're, I don't gonna, know. we're gonna start with our uh, resident uh, chiropractor, Cody. <laughs> Crack some bones. Are you ready to be cracked? Crack them, man. You know what? A chiropractor supervillain, Spider Man. Just, just snapping bones. That's, yeah. that's just gonna be uh, people reenacting Bane breaking Batman over his knee. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, but Bane wasn't like certified or anything. I'm talking yes, to somebody that he was. He went. There's a whole part where he went to medical school. What the fuck? What? I haven't. No, seen no, it's oh. not. No, it's I was not like, a, oh fuck. <laughs> no, we're fucking with you. There's egg on my. I think he wears a mask <laughs> to prevent germs. Oh man, being spread. Man. Okay. Um. So we did haunted places, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure. <laughs> it's like, uh oh. Let, let, let me do thing. quick research real quick. For a second, uh, I thought Cody had his notes for his haunted location <laughs> yeah. written on the napkin he just finished a donut on. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a small island off the coast of Venice known as Poveglia Island. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Poveglia. I don't know. I've I can't. I can't do Italian. I've absolutely not heard of it. I I've watched all of season five of JoJo. So. Yeah, they made the place from JoJo real. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Power of anime. Rome. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> I know the story. I do too. Well, I'm about to tell you again the story <laughs> of Poveglia Island. I've never heard of this. Uh, so, Poveglia Island, some of you may know it from Ghost Adventures. Oh, get the fuck out of yeah, me. Yeah, this is where... This is Was where, this the one where he punches the wall? Yeah. Yeah! And then proceeded to get a giant tattoo of death on his back to keep the demon away or something that followed him home. Anywho... We're about to talk about that. We're about to talk about that island, okay? Poveglia is this weird little island that was founded about about 400 uh, BC, not BC, AD. <laughs> it was 480. It's like, damn, this place and is old. It was like this place where it was a small island, it was a small village, small little thing. It could be easily defended, and there was really nothing there of value, and since it was so small, so it was really protected from anybody trying to invade the area. Which was apparently very common. People love to invade things a long yeah. time ago. But uh, in the the where the story kind of begins is really in the violent history of the bubonic plague. So I don't know if everybody knows this, but uh, uh, does anybody know about the plague doctor mask? Yeehaw. Yeah, yep, that's where right. put the, flowers. The, it's the mask where uh, you. You had this mask. It was like a bird's mask. It had glass little pieces over the eyes and a huge beak that that kind of went over the nose. These were these were plague doctor masks, and these doctors they believed that herbs and strong smelling incense and things like that, even vinegar yep. sponges, would prevent uh, sickness from going. For preventing them from getting the bubonic plague. Yeah, plate. inhaling it. I'm just imagining... Thanks, a, Wenzel. Just a ton of vinegar in somebody's mask. Not the sponge, just the liquid vinegar. <laughs> It'd be yeah. better to smell that than the actual rotting. Like, like well, sure, and yeah, Stuff but... like that. So what would end up happening is uh, the people who were dying of the plague in Venice, it was ravaging Europe at this time, and um, what would end up happening is these people would be taken to... Uh, Poveglia and and basically what was supposed to happen was they were supposed to be able to just stand around or wait in this on this island and wait till we'll see if they died from the infection if they got better or whatever it may be but quickly this island because of the the huge onset of the disease uh, this island became populated with over a hundred thousand people right and this is a small ass island so what do you do know you, the diameter the, the area of the island uh, I don't have the information I'm sorry 
<laughs> Damn. Um, it, it was it was a very it was very very small. I don't I don't really know the size. Uh, somewhere that couldn't house a hundred thousand. Yeah, it was definitely not available to house the entire you know population of uh, New York City <laughs> of a hundred thousand. Um, I can't count. Uh, now I wonder how many people Cody thinks live in New York. But go ahead, go ahead. Like twenty. <laughs> so what ended up happening was they ended up burning these people, um, literally burning them alive in a lot of instances where they would have a boat that come in and be like, oh well, maybe I'll get better, maybe I won't. And they would just be like, oh, chuck them into the flames, and that's exactly what ended up happening. But didn't then they, they do that because uh, they didn't want it to spread through the rats burrowing through the corpses like they're already doing? Yeah, I mean, there's probably other. Re- there's probably a lot of reasons why they wanted to. They wanted to burn the bodies for the lack of spread. Number one is the no spreading disease. They wanted to quarantine and and eradicate, which was a really, I mean, I don't want to say it's a smart decision. They killed a lot of people, a lot of people that could have gotten better probably, or even like if you showed any sign of sickness. So it went from. Oh, so they were just burning anybody that even looked sick. Yeah. Well, it became like prisoners went, uh, people who, who talked out against. Uh, certain aspects of the government at the time. I mean, basically, it became an island like, oh, he got the plague, and then he was gone. And people, it kind of became so synonymous with the idea that, like, if you were sent off to Boveglia, you never came back. Ah, okay. And, um, well, I mean, you got to start wondering, is, like, what happened to all those bodies they burned that they took there? They're literally buried. They are literally, the sand is, like, the sand there, like, the human DNA in the sand is everywhere. Oh, my God. Like, you pick up a handful of the dirt, and, like, the, a handful of the dirt is, like, filled with people. Like, Fuck. Oh, my God. This is this island, by the way. It's really small. It's very, very, that is very a small. small. Oh, wow. So, the interesting thing about um, this is that even today, like, Venice, Venice's shores, and even on the shores of the actual island itself, charred bones... Will, from this time period will still wash ashore um and you, you can still if you dig far enough you will dig up a body That's you will insane. anywhere on the island um because it just didn't have room you will dig up bones um so that coupled with the fact that in the late 1800s uh it, after the after the kind of the plague issue kind of died down the island was kind of set on its own not really people really didn't go near it because of all the the tortured past of it and then in the 1800s, uh, they decided to start building a uh, insane asylum on this island. And these people were—I mean, I should say that the people that went to Paveglia, it was torture. It was everyone—they got tortured pretty yeah. much because they were not only—they were also doing experiments to prevent the plague as well mm-hmm. on people. It was a disgusting thing that happened on Paveglia. Well, then comes this insane asylum with, of course, early late. 1800 science of torture and pain against psychiatric patients. And it wasn't any kind of, it wasn't helpful for anyone. Yeah. It was just a bunch of sick people being tortured. Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened on Poveglia then. Uh, and that happened until about mid 1900s. And then about nine, in the mid 1900s, after that, it was turned into a geriatric facility where they sent old people to just live out their life and die. So a hospice? Basic, well, hospice is kind of, they provide care. These was, they just sit, it was a place where they sent old people. Old people went to this island and they basically lived there till their death. And oh. whether they got help or not. Wow. And then that facility closed in 1972, I believe. In that the is 70s. Oof, fucking crazy. So this yeah. island has, uh, has like literally, like if you think of scary places in the world, you think of, 
Uh, you think of psychiatric hospitals, those mm-hmm. places like a Penn St- Penhurst or whatever it's Penhurst, called. Penhurst, yeah. Is a yeah. Ma- major one. You think of like old people dying. You think of death. This island is layers upon layers upon layers of absolute death. I mean, literally. Literally, literally, these, there are buildings built upon bones. And um, so, obviously, there's a lot of hauntings that happen here. People getting scratched, people... Uh, Facing off with hearing voices, there's some people who say that they that they went and stayed the night of Poveglia, you know, ooh, whatever, and they would hear what sounded like they were they were there was one instance where they were staying in a tent and they literally started hearing just like whispers all across the island in the middle of the night. They woke up to whispers, and uh, most people who go there, or not most people, a lot of people who go there will notice like little scratches on their body that there shouldn't be, and. A lot of really scary shit that's really gone down at this island. So it's just a cat. It is one. It is considered to be a lot of people consider it to be the most haunted place on the planet. Um, in a lot of well, aspects, considering it's <laughs> there's a, just pure concentration. If it's just a tiny little island, just like just steeped in deaths of like of hundreds of people over hundreds of years. Like per capita, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's literally fueled by human suffering. Yeah, it really is, and it's in the middle of water, so and it's hard to get to. So like, there's a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of ways you can look at hauntings. You can look at them as real, physical. You can think of them as something that's sort of like an imprint in a way, yeah. something of horrible history that kind of affects you from an internal point of view. And you can kind of think of it as like a ritualistic pro- properties to it, right? Yeah. So really, really, ritualistically, you have to get on a boat. There's no ferries that really go there. Fishermen don't fish due to superstition. There's superstition around the island. There's, uh, you know, you have to get on these, like, these, like, you have to pay a fisherman, or not fisherman, but, or, like, somebody in the water to take you there, and it's very, they won't even take you fully there. They'll take you to, like, these little bitty rocks off that you have to kind of, like, walk in low tide towards, and from and like it's very it's very spooky it's very spooky yeah yeah and so you have to sort of there's a ritual of like people not wanting to go there them taking you by boat to this place that's completely desolate of human life you go there you have run down haunted buildings you have literal crunching bones underneath your feet and i mean obviously there's not it's been what 800 years almost or well i guess so if it was 400. 1300s. Yeah, it been 700 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So 700 years ago, so like the bones are pretty much dust at this point, yeah. but there are some that's still there that you dig or you look around or you find the right spot, you're going to find some. Yeah. yeah. So obviously there's a lot of scary shit there as well as like these experiences that other people have of like hearing voices and getting scratched and getting attacked and... Zach Baggins or Baggins or whatever his name is Baggins. screaming ah God possessed by demon punches the wall fucking damn it you scared the <laughs> that shit was out of loud me loud for me and it scared me fuck <laughs> so Paveglia is one of those places that I personally want to go to <laughs> no, oh yeah I'd love that that sounds like a scary like take all supernatural elements out of that fuck that I ain't going near that place yeah so I it mean it sounds unsanitary graveyard- it sounds a lot better like whenever you the way you've been describing it it reminds me of uh, the Paris catacombs in a way because yeah. of all oh, the bodies yeah. I would tend all times out of how many times if I was asked to go to Paris catacombs or the island, I'd go to the island because fuck the catacombs. I don't like being I'm claustrophobic, yeah. and I don't like the idea of there being miles and miles or kilometers and kilometers of tunnel <laughs> Thanks for underneath the city. <laughs> Fun fact, it doesn't matter what your unit measurement is. Wait, hold on. 
No, there's only kilometers in <laughs> Europe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say just on, just on the subject of the Paris catacombs, like there's still places of the catacombs that are uncharted. Like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot that, that that is mapped, but there's still plenty that hasn't. It's, that yeah. caved in and they're are in danger caving in, and. Uh, I, I, there was one documentary I saw about it that was just it was super unnerving because they found the camcorder of a spelunker, I'm talking about like an urban explorer, and they never found the person. Yeah, and they just found they just found his his his, his movie. Of him filming himself down there, and they never found the guy, and they're just playing this back of a person that was never found again. I've also seen like pictures of like I don't know if it's legit, but there's pictures of uh, there's a tunnel and there's like a rotting body on the f- ground. And there's like a guy with a surprised face looking like, oh my god. It's been passed around for years on the internet. So like, is it a photo of like, of like an explorer finding like a dead body in the catacombs? Yes. Mm, wow. It, they, also, just another thing about the Paris catacombs, I know we had the island, but... It's, it's a haunted location. Yeah. It's, it's relevant. But uh, the bones, like people still explorers, like urban explorers, you can go there and there's bones everywhere still in the mapped areas people just walk over the bones and i feel like that place would be 10 times more haunted than this island because you're actually messing with the dead person's bones speaking of poveglia uh <laughs> so uh, anyways i think that uh i think it's a place that we should all go to one day Ooh, go chill out down. I'm I'm down. start our trip to poveglia <laughs> um, on Patreon. we'll do a, a live podcast from this island so nobody like lives on this island now. It's no, no. not that I could find information on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's probably there, some weirdo who's like <laughs> free island, you know? Yeah, but, sure. Yeah, yeah, there's like there's still buildings and stuff. Yeah, it, like there's another view of it. It's fucking small. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. being trapped on that island is like a very scary thought. Yeah, and I, I mean, mean, also if you just take from, I mean. Just math, for instance. I mean, two thirds of people died of the bubonic plague. If a hundred thousand people were on this island. Just counting the people that had the plague, that means this island went up burnt roughly 66,000 people. Yep. Not counting prisoners or those that counted against the government. And if the island is this small, which, I mean, it is. That's something we can factually prove. What the fuck? Just think, like, for... Oh, man, I, I can't do the math, but, pr- like, for every, like, probably, like... I mean, every square inch of that island has to be covered in some sort, sort of, of human, human remaining. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fucking terrifying. It's literally an island made of dead bodies. Oh fuck! Which is <laughs> that's everything, really. That yeah, but like, literally, you, you just you, you just dig and like the whole island's just on top of just skulls and skulls. Yeah, and skulls. like like that. Fuck. That would be yeah, that'd be crazy. Man, know? okay, Colt. Uh, mine, I it's a little shorter than Cody's. Okay. I, I couldn't find much information on the actual place but the, some of the stuff is pretty pretty spooky and kind of stupid oh I'm ready oh. to get and I said stupid I'm ready to get stupid I'm ready to get yeah. stupid in here my place is Bucket Tonku it is in Kuala Lumpur Malaysia and uh, I don't know why, but I've always said Malaysia is spelt wrong, even though it's factual that it's spelt right. <laughs> huh, okay. It's because there's a A, it's M-A-L-A-Y-S-H, or no, not S-H, S-I-A. S-I-A. I feel like the Y shouldn't be there. <sighs> Boy, I'll get right on that for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But um, the, it, the place is named after a politician who had a house there. His name was Tonku Abdul Rahman, like uh, the noodle, not really. It was R A. H-M-A-N. It's made of luxury condos, villas, and it's surrounded by housing projects. So it's, m- like, no stores, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's spooky time now because that was all the. Uh, oh, that was yeah. that was the fun. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the most popular ur- urban legend is a phantom motorcyclist that is said to have died while in a race. He still rides the roads, revving his motorcycle and going at high speeds before vanishing in the dark abyss. So they're just people that hear and just yeah motorcycle sounds. Yeah, so they're me- seeing and hearing. I think it's just a bunch of kids fucking around. Sure, but so you're telling me uh, we have Malaysian Ghost Rider? I hope so. Oh. <laughs> I picture him riding a very tiny motorcycle. That's actually a very common thing in at least Japan, where it was like the whole like Ghost Rider sort of yeah. thing, like spirit is a thing in Japan. It's like a, it's like I actually like a cryptid. It's kind of fun. On the a wiki that I was watching, also with my sources, uh, wiki and some other website that I'll get to in a little bit. Uh, is uh, they had a thing that said taxi drivers usually refuse to pick up women and children at night, which I thought was funny and also kind of fucked up. It was really fucked up. Because uh, uh, it's probably just people and uh, not ghosts. Okay, well, did they say why they refuse to pick up women and children? Like, like, it didn't say anything. It just said that. It, it was in the haunted page, and I was like, "What? No, you're not going to give me a reason? It just says they just refuse to pick up women and children at night. So it's just... Hmm, okay. Yeah, I know. I feel like there's probably more to the story. Like, <laughs> that seems like a political issue. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, some, like somehow there's a story of of like a woman and her and her child like you know get in the car and they disappear or the, or the driver gets taken to hell or something like that person disappears. Like, it, I feel like there's something there that we just don't know. about I couldn't find anything on it. So. Or they have to race Malaysian Ghost Rider. The, oh, the real horror of this is systemic oppression, guys. <laughs> Thank that you, is Jonathan. True. On the other website, which was, uh, uh, I think it's a personal blog called Poscod.my, uh, it, it was a guy talking about the location, and he was talked about a group of people that were ghost hunting in a villa there, and they were getting hit with pebbles, and the, where they were getting hit with pebbles, they could hear a woman moaning in the corner of the uh, villa. It's uh, kind of annoying. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, this is scary. It's just like a nuisance. <laughs> what if it's like a sick lady who's just trying to get people's attention? It's like, uh... They're not even uh, pebbles. They're just raisinettes. <laughs> oh, I do love me a raisinette. Raisins covered in chocolate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, white chocolate. These people uh, researched the villa, and they revealed that a woman hung herself in the exact corner where they were getting pelted with pebbles and oh. raisins. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and raisins. And raisins. Uh, one of the... Uh, people that were in the group that was in the group that was getting choked so badly she was turning black and blue with drool coming out of her mouth and she said quote please don't do this to me please don't do this to me the woman fell asleep fell asleep in the car and only woke up as she dropped off at her house and she had a fever for five days after now that sounds like a whole lot of bullshit but (laughs) (laughs) it was spooky (laughs) Uh, also, it was on a random website. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> like, honestly, I could, it was a bunch of letters and stuff, but, uh, it was a picture of a guy sitting in the middle of the road. Those are called words. <laughs> no, 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 I was talking about the actual website link, but in the picture, it was just a guy sitting in the middle of the road and, uh, there was a video below it. It just showed the guy pulling around the corner, and he sees the guy sitting in the middle of the road. He's like, "No, fuck this!" And he turns back. And I honestly think it was just a crackhead. <laughs> I don't. Think, I don't think it was a ghost. So it was like a POV uh, shot of a guy riding down a road. You just see some random person just sitting in the road. Yeah. Well, like that, sitting in the road or like standing in the uh, crisscross applesauce. Oh, yeah. That that's still kind of spooky. If you're just driving down like some dirt some dirt road, just just a I'd dude standing there. 
that, that's how they get the Ghost Riders. They, they get run over. Can, that's true. And have you yep. ever seen that scene from Smallville, maybe, where the dude gets hit by a car and the car gets fucked up? Yeah, like in Code Lyoko. No, you're, you're making, thinking of that Angel movie. Yeah, maybe I was thinking of something else. Maybe that wasn't Smallville. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the last little bit of information I have is uh, a lot of the stories were just ghosts that fuck around with travelers. Like, ooh, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> What's it, it, up, everyone? Honestly, I don't think it's haunted. I think it's a lot of uh, uh, bullshit. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, class for Colt. And also claps for Cody for earlier. These are two people claps. Jonathan. All right. Bringing it more local. Was, uh, my haunted location is a stretch of Highway 5 in Lynn, Alabama. <gasps> That's all. We can go there. I've actually been there. Oh. Uh, How far is it from here? It is about uh, an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. Um. This was actually a story I kind of grew up with, forgot about, and then when I was researching last night, I was like, oh, fuck, I know this place. <laughs> Pat was in the same room, and he just shit himself whenever John was screaming that. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's the stretch of Highway 5 where suppose the, the story goes, this girl, uh, her and her boyfriend were going home from the prom. Uh, they get into an argument. She said, fuck this shit, I'm out. So she gets out of the car and, and I'm going to walk home, fuck you. Well, she doesn't go home and turns out she got hit by a semi. Jeez, well, that's not home. Yeah. So the there have been countless stories, even like some of my family members have claimed this shit happens is you'll be driving down the road and you'll see her like disembodied like body like float alongside the car. That's the most tame stuff. That's still fairly uh, spooky. What what year did this happen in? By uh, chance? I, I could not find an exact date or names or stuff like that. Yeah. Um but, uh, but since it, you mentioned prom, it's it probably fairly recently. Like seventies, eighties, nineties. At least the twentieth century. Or, or, yeah. Or at least like I would probably say the oldest, like nineteen fifty. Yeah. yeah. I would say fifties. Yeah. And, and it and if it's like a most any like backwoods road in Alabama, mm-hmm. and it's actually not even that backwoods of a road. It's a kind of a main highway, but it's just this long straight stretch of road with just walls of trees on either side. Um, other stories include, uh, her banging on car doors, especially if you're driving a semi truck and <laughs> I'm sure she has a real personal problem with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I wonder why. And, and, and probably the scariest shit is she'll actually peer inside your vehicle. No, nah, fuck that. Look, nah. Looking for your uh now are these cars that are stationary or they're driving to do see like a head just kind of pop into the no you're like driving down the road and you just see this this nope. this woman like look into your car dude a spider fucks me up while driving <laughs> there's a ghost in my car <laughs> you ain't taking me alive i've gave this advice before just start jerking off as soon as you get to that road just start jerking it and you will never get scared 
Okay, uh, I hate that that's like audible advice you've given for two years on this podcast. Because it's it legit. To- you won't be scared and the ghost will be like, what the fuck? It's, it's true. I, 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 uh, it did say Have that. you done it? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can, I can personally attest for the method. <laughs> I thought it was crazy and he's like, you know what? I want to try it. No, I think no, it's go, crazy until you start getting a demon on you. Yeah, like just act, not act, but get horny. Get really horny. <laughs> And, like, that demon or that ghost will be like, I don't really want to do this right now. Unless it's, like, a succubus or a, what's the other? Incubus. Incubus. It will probably want that. Oh, the band. But uh, for the most part, you'll probably be safe. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Cole. John, Professional jerk-off expert. <laughs> but, yeah, it's I've actually been there. It's, it, supposedly, it only happens at night. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it's a creepy-ass road. Well, that sounds like it. And, and like I said, it was I, I like I was just doing research. Also, Tuscaloosa haunted as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Every time I look for haunted places, like forty five places in Tuscaloosa are haunted as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Target, fucking haunted. Yeah, the Target <laughs> number one and Walmart. All the sorority and frat people. Anywho, um, yeah, and it was just a story I grew up with, and I was like, oh fuck, and I, I just. I initially just took it up to my like grand my grandma just like bullshit, but no, it, it's like so many recorded uh, cases of people seeing this woman either float by their car or actually like fuck with their car, nah. and that's like Mm-mm. I ain't having none of that. What what part of Alabama? Like, where are you driving to to go down this road? It's uh, like, are you taking the back way to the beach? You going up north? No, no it's it's uh, n- uh, northwestern Alabama. It's um, okay. So it's like if you're going to like it's like kind of Chattanooga. Uh, you would n- actually know more like the other way. Like if you're going more towards like Florence or Muscle Shoals. Oh, okay. It, it's um, but it, the how I um. Let's see, because the way I remember is going through uh, the little town of Ewan. Mm-hmm. I'm, wow, we're getting real fucking local here. Getting yeah. really fucking local. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, you start going like east, like you're going towards like Georgia or some shit. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's and I don't. There, there's a specific stretch of the road where it supposedly happens, yeah. and she won't follow you past a certain point. Well, right? that's nice of her. Yeah. <laughs> but but I couldn't I, I can't tell you for certain like yeah. what that stretch is. Yeah, huh. do your own research. <laughs> just, we just gotta go. <laughs> Fuck. So we're going to Italy and Northwest Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> we had to go to Italy first. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's but like I said, it's only like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, everybody, claps for Jonathan. That was clap, clap, clap. No. Clap your hands. Yeah. No, I I got it. That's right. Uh, Patrick. Why don't you hit us with your haunted location next? My haunted location is the Island of the Dolls or Isla de las Muñecas. What did you just say? <laughs> yeah. The Island of the Dolls or in Spanish, Isla de las Muñecas. Okay. Yep. This is in the, this is south of Mexico City in uh, Xochimilco. And it's a small island that's, um, at we named, covered in dolls. And these are dolls that are, they were found by the island's caretaker, uh, Julian Santana, and he, the story begins that he was, in the 1950s, he was uh, on a boat near the island, and there's a young girl drowning in the vegetation near the bank of the island, 
and he tried to get to her in time, but unfortunately the young girl died. And so just sort of like, as like an act of penance, he decided to um, sort of remain on the island because he, he got the idea to stay in the island and take care of it. When shortly after the girl died, he saw the girl's doll float up nearby him. And he sort of took that as a sign that that was sort of the girl's like restless spirit. And so from then on, for the next 50 years, he would take any doll he would find in the area and trash and just any doll that he could. And he would um, put him on the island. He would tie into like every single surface, like all the trees are covered in just dolls, just parts of dolls. And they, they, they've just been left out and exposed to the elements like. I watched the video of it, and there's literally like clotheslines, just like string, strung up with dolls, doll mm-hmm. parts, and all across the island. And it's what what makes it so what makes it even more un, un, like unsettling, just other than just these all these broken dolls just set there for time just to be exposed to the elements. Is that in 2001, um, Hu son hadn't heard from him in a few days, so he went to check on him, and he found his father dead in the water where the young girl had drowned. And so ever since, um, so the activities really sort of escalated on the island because people who have sort of stayed in the island overnight just to sort of get a feel for it, they've heard like whispers and talking and they, they feel like they're being watched because the people have noticed like the dolls, they'll like, the eyes will follow you. Mm. Or even, even even more unsettling, they'll, they'll notice a doll will be on a certain part of the, part of the island and it won't be there when they get back. No. Dude, no, I no, ain't no, fucking no. with no dolls. No. <laughs> I watched a new child's play. <laughs> I'm just saying, start punching or jerking off, or both. So people people have reported being like being talked to, being, like hearing whispers, like maybe even being followed by the dolls in Allen. And what makes it like probably even more unnerving is that he he has several structures on the island because he lived there full time after a while. But but his house is where he kept the uh, the most the uh, I guess the best dolls, the most pristine dolls, and they're all. Ranged in bundles in the house, and but there's one shrine in the center of the house where uh, he, where, where the, I guess the most special doll resides. It was his favorite doll, and the only doll in the island that has a name, and that doll is named Augustina, or excuse me, uh, Augustanita, excuse me, Augustanita. Mm-hmm. And we don't know where that name comes from. Some people speculate that's the name of the girl that had died, and so he, so that, that's that's the doll that's in the best condition. It was had received the best care, and. I'll fist fight that doll. <laughs> and, and with the with the island, um, it's there. There is an air of superstition about it. There's a, 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 an air of like uncomfortability about the island. Although some people view it differently, some people don't see it as haunted. They see it as charmed. Yeah. As then, because for his entire life, Julian maintained that the dolls were there as protectors, as sort of to ward off danger from 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 dying children. Because you know he sort of uses that as like a way to peel the piece the girl who died so tragically and to prevent any other people from dying there or at least children from dying there, and that's sort of why it's there. Some people see it as sort of like a concentration of negative energy because someone died there, and like just sort of it just or some of this negative energy there, some of this negative emotion that it sort of like it became like a focal point for bad spirits and it's like. And the spirits of the drum children are trapped in the dolls, and they're sort of just they're sort of stuck there, and that, that negative energy just builds. And there's different ways people view the island, but it, it generally gets considered just a concentration of spiritual energy, and it's it's different 
for whoever goes there. Some people feel very unsettled. Some people feel like this is sort of like a concentration of spiritual energy and it's there for protection. Hmm. But either way, it's a, it's a very spiritually charged area and it's considered one of the most haunted places in Mexico. It seems like the this island gave way too much power to this one dude to put just a ton of dolls everywhere and nobody questioned it. But it, it's just a kind of a small island. Like it's, 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 it's very small. It's, it's, it's big enough for like maybe like one person to live there full time, but it's, it's not like, you know, Oh, so it's not, it's, it's, it's like, it's nowhere near the size of Cody's island. Yeah, it's oh, it's okay. like, it's almost like a giant raft kind of it, it, some people, some people consider it like a floating island. Cause it's just trees and just, just, it's just a lot and of dolls. Like, yeah. Like, like water vegetation. That. Like it's, it's a spit of land basically. Yep. Pretty much. 50,000 dolls were burned there. Oh my God. I, dude, I ain't fucking with no dolls. So I, I will say that in any video you watch, whether you believe in supernatural or not, it's definitely unnerving just to see just all these dead decaying dolls. Like, and there's not, like I said, not just whole dolls, like limbs and heads and just whatever yeah. parts you can yeah. find are just strapped to every single available surface. On yeah. The oh yeah. And he started doing this. He started doing this in the fifties. In the fifties, so some of these dolls probably look fucking raw. Oh yeah, no, it's fucking. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I mean, I've seen a few pictures of the place. And it, yeah. I mean, it's terrifying just from like a aesthetic yeah. <laughs> point of view. Have there been any attempts to take any of them down? I feel like people are they, 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 they don't want to invoke any yeah. sort of like la, uh, uh, lash, Back, yeah, lacking that from the spirit. So they just sort of believe that to be there. There is still a caretaker on the island. That's what I was going to ask next. There, there, was, there, is, there is someone who's, who's there that has like sort of off seasons because it, it is open to like small and uh, small, like carefully curated visitors yeah. because it is so small and, and just like the, uh, the waterways of the island is very, it's very congested because, because there, there are like small islands that people sort of go to for like touristing purposes in, in the area, but this is so far off that even the uh, the boats that sort of clear the waterways of like vegetation, they don't even go in. Yeah, mm. it, it's it's really cool. Hmm. It sounds like it's a haven for mosquitoes. <laughs> I would bet. Yeah, there are a lot of spiders well, too. This kind of goes back to what I was saying about how like the the different ideas of like you know haunted how it's kind of haunted and how can one death and a bunch of baby dolls kind of contribute to a, um, a haunted place or two deaths, I should say. Well, I mean like he sort of kind of put that, he, he gave it that onus and that sort of like power in a way. And, And now it's become like a mythical legend and people believe it. And so it kind of creates its own sort of scary yeah. aspect and atmosphere itself. So either way, scary as shit. What do yeah. you want to do that? No, not, not even messing with that. And also you say two deaths, two deaths for an Island that has an average population of one. Doesn't add up. <laughs> so, yeah. Something doesn't add up here. Why was that girl there? What was she doing there? Yeah. What? Huh? Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe well, she died there millions of years ago. Oh, she's a dinosaur girl. Yes. Uh, wow, that's crazy that y'all managed to link that up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> thank God, no dinosaur ghosts. Am I right? Yeah, thank God. Are you uh, sure? You know, uh, what a fossil. They're I, they're not. Those are just solid ghosts. Think oh. think about it. Just wiggle that around for a little bit. Well, if if it's like if it's the spirit of like a, a, an entity. Like spirit, soul, would it be a false soul? What the fuck? Patrick, you are off this show. What the pumpkin? (laughs) (laughs) A bit from two weeks ago now. Yeah, okay. Bringing them back. Bringing it back. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go next. 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, because we're going alphabetical order, so obviously I go next. No, me. Uh, <laughs> my place is, and I'm probably going to butcher this just because I'm sure the, the vowel makes a different sound. I don't know. Luang uh, Siwu is the name of my place. It literally means uh, a thousand doors in Indonesian. Uh, this place is located in Simarang, Central Java, Indonesia, and it was originally built as the headquarters for the Dutch East uh, Indies Railway Company. So they, uh, they you know, meant to use this as, like, a actual, like, industrious place. Yeah. First thing that struck me as really odd was building open in 1907. They're like, okay, guess what? Y'all, got, y'all can come in. Y'all can come start working. Wasn't completed until 1919. Oh. For some reason. They were just like, half-built building, come in. Half, it was a complex of buildings. It was yeah. building A and building B. Um, and they were like, y'all can just come in now. I'm just imagining just like an archway and it's just like a flat field. That's pretty much like kind of what it was from what I can understand. They were just like, all right, somebody come run your operation. Can, somebody can say the same thing about the construction here in Alabama. Whoa. Boom. Um, good God. And like I said, this place was, uh, Luangsi means a thousand doors. This place had a lot of fucking archways, a lot of windows. Uh, it actually has about 600 large windows between the two buildings. Those which, aren't doors. Yeah, I was gonna those say. aren't doors, but there are also a lot of doors and archways, but also a lot of archways windows. Archways aren't doors. They're air doors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so kind of, kind of, you know, uninhabited or not uninhabited. The, you know, the railway company is working here in 1919. World War II rolls around. Japan invades Indonesia. They uh, they take over this complex and they use the basement of Building B as a prison mm. for whatever reason. And there, nobody knows how many executions took place there, but like some hundreds, mm. if not thousands, of executions took place here. Oh yeah, uh, just real fucked up torturous shit for a couple of years uh eventually the dutch do retake uh take back semarang in 1945 as this is after like all this stuff this is october 1945 yeah. when this happens uh they managed to build a tunnel that can that connected underground of building a to like the center of the city and they did like a counterattack on japan like through the tunnels and like took back semarang um Five, but five employees of the building died. There's a monument in front of Building A now. That was like, oh, thanks for these five employees. That did. so it was like a citizens' revolt essentially. Oh, hmm. um, it wasn't like Indonesian troops or anything. Um, so after the war, uh, the building gets returned to Indonesian uh, soldiers. Uh, it eventually gets back to the way of the uh, Dutch East Railway Company. Uh, but then it falls into what is called a, a cultural property for Indonesia in 1992, and Indonesia just kind of does nothing with it. Uh, for a little bit, like this was a white building, like a pure white building. The building is now black with mold and pollution. All the ton of the windows are broke, and all that good stuff. Uh, and there was something, yeah. So, and that was from an account in two thousand nine. Can only imagine it got worse. And Indonesia actually tried a preservation effort on the building, and it just it, it was like essentially to preserve the building, you would have had to tear it down and <laughs> build a new one. That's yeah. how much in shambles it is. But it's actually become a very popular tourist attraction for people very interested in supernatural and haunting things and ghosts because obviously thousands of people were killed inside this complex. Uh, and there are many, 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 many eyewitness accounts of people seeing headless ghosts mm. just coming to fuck about. And there's also, this was just thrown in there, a Dutch woman who killed herself in the building and you'll hear her screams Ooh. sometimes too. Don't like that. Uh which had nothing to do with the war. I couldn't find any other, like, why was there a Dutch woman in 
this building, but it's just something they put in there. It's just something that was in there, and oh. you can hear this this woman uh, scream. Uh, but th- I mean, this is like one of this is uh, Samarang's like most popular tourist attraction yeah. area. I assume uh, it's average about a thousand visitors daily at this place, mm-hmm. so it's actually fairly busy. W- yeah, fairly busy. But a bunch of people see a bunch of ghosts. Uh, and Indonesia does still want to rebrand the building. There was actually talks of tearing it down and building a mall or a huge mm. sporting complex. That's asking for a haunted location. Right? Uh, but anyways, uh, but the citizens were like, no, we want our spooky building. Yeah. So, Understandable. It's kind of like that, but... I mean, it's tourist. Yeah, money. it's touristy stuff. And in Britain... And it adds flavor. Yeah, it adds flavor to your city. Versus like another, like, JCPenney. So it, it, it's not so much like... People like people obviously. I mean, tons of people have said they have seen uh, headless ghosts. Obviously, because the Japanese soldiers executed all these Indonesian citizens uh, in this prison. So that's just kind of the thing. It's just a building that has a tortured past, where yeah. a bunch of people claim to see a bunch of headless ghosts now, uh, and uh, hear a random Dutch woman scream. Uh, but it's. I feel like it's interesting from the perspective of like. Usually with a lot of haunted locations, you'll see a lot of people just don't want to fuck with it. Mm-hmm. And like the citizens of this place were like, you better not tear down our spooky building <laughs> or we're going to get pissed. Uh, so I, f- I found that uh, pretty interesting. And also like I'd never heard of this place, but yeah, it gets over a thousand visitors daily. Mm. So if you ever, I mean, that's 365,000 visitors a year. That's a huge, yeah. that's a huge tourist population. Uh, you know, number and I've just never, I've never heard of this place. I thought it was really interesting. No, no. I guess we give a little clap for Tanner. Yeah, a little more. Did we give a clap for Patrick? Clap for Patrick. Uh, Wenzel, why don't you finish us off? I don't have one. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, speaking of tourist attractions, people, uh, if you're in Tennessee, you might know this. Uh, the Bell Witch Cave. It is a karst cave located in Adams, Tennessee, near the Bell Farm. And, uh... Well, they farm there. Oh, I've heard of this. I'm sorry, I'm getting a donut. And, uh, if they you don't know, karst is a type of topography formed from dissolution of soluble rocks such as limestone, dolomite, and gypsum. So, that's a fun little fact for you. Thanks for the fun fact before you spook us. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so, this place is very famous. Uh, it also has a lot of, um... It's a tourist attraction. It gets, uh, I don't know if it gets quite a bit of people, but it has an off and on season. But um, something, something interesting before I get into the legend, because there's a, there's actually a website for it, which is pretty cool. Well, which cave.com. Check it out. But uh, <laughs> hashtag not on that. But um, it is, it is so much uh, notoriety that even President Andrew da- Jackson has been to it and does not want to fuck with it. He said he'd rather face the entire British army than deal with the Bell Witch. And Fuck. But to be fair, the British <laughs> army was a bunch of pansies. And and, the, and, and also the Bell Witch, fun fact, is also ba- uh, is what uh, the Blair Witch is a little loosely based on. Oh, okay. Oh. So, there you go. I thought the Blair Witch was real. She is. Um, But yeah, let's uh, get into it. The, uh, the Legend of the Bell Witch. I'm reading right off the website, too, because... <laughs> There is no better summarization. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, John Bell, a farmer from North Carolina, along with his wife and children, settled in North Robertson County, Tennessee in 1804. Their farm consisted of 320 acres of rich farmland that laid along the Red River. They lived a quiet, 
peaceful life here for the first 13 years. They were members of the Red River Baptist Church where John became a deacon. The family grew and became somewhat prosperous. But that takes a turn. (laughs) In the late summer of 1817, something would happen that would change their lives forever. Some members of the family began seeing strange-looking animals around the property. Then late at night, they started hearing knocking sounds on the doors and outer walls of the house. Later, sounds were being heard in the house. Sounds of a rat gnawing on the bedpost, chains being dragged through the house, stones being dropped on the wooden floors, then gulping and choking sounds. That's just Tennessee. That's Andrew Jackson. Uh, Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I really do like the the idea of like you hear just like hold on, let me do it. Yeah, All right, hold on, hold on, everybody, hold on. Oh, oh what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> Are we in Tennessee? A, it's just an old president trying to find his way around a fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the family is terrified, but get the problem to themselves for every year. When things became intolerable, John confided in a neighbor, James Johnson. He invited Mr. and Mrs. Johnson to spend the night. After several nights of witnessing these strange things, Mr. Johnson suggested that more people should be told, and a committee was formed and an investigation started. Let me tell you this. If I ever get haunted... You bet your ass y'all hearing about it that day. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I ain't waiting no year. If I'm forming a committee, I will have a committee formed in 24 hours. I will hunt this demon to the ends of the fucking earth if you fuck with me. Well, you probably try to, like, get us on, like, some kind of FaceTime just to say, well, you see this shit? (laughs) Did you see fucking face in the background? Like... (laughs) Don't worry, Tanner. Everybody in the 1800s was I'll get... I'll get a priest of each faith. Let me just say, 1800 to 1899, if you're listening and you were born in those years, you're dumb. Yeah, stupid (laughs) dumb-dumbs. You know, and something something else has been recently happening, and it it, it, it scared the shit out of me the first time, but then I started really what was going on. Fucking... You don't have to tell us a fucking ghost story is happening to you. No, 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 no. Sort of. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Don't you sort of be Winslow. Don't you bring another demon in this house. Um, So... This actually happened today, but it's been happening for the past few weeks. Is, <laughs> what the fuck? Why haven't you told us? So what happened was, so when I go in the bathroom, sometimes the light will just come off, go off. And I'll just be sitting there, wash my hands, p- taking a piss, taking a shit. And then it'll just... It'll, <laughs> I love how you... Yeah, it'll just go dark. Is. It'll go dark. And then fucking... So, and I, I remember I talked to my brother-in-law about this because he knows... Um, he knows about electrician work and his uncle is also an electrician. So he was like, so what we figured out is that like, you know, the switch, if you don't like hit it up really fucking hard, it'll, the lights will just go out. So he was like, it's just a faulty switch. But then today when I was taking a shower, the fucking, I was closing my eyes to washing my hair and then I opened my eyes and everything's just dark. I'm like, I would have pissed and shit. And I was can. like, <laughs> I was like, fucking God damn it. It's like, was it went blind in the shower? That's not a ghost story, man. But, I'm, hold on. Oh, okay. So then I decided, so I opened the curtains. I was like, fuck me. And then. The weirdest fucking thing is the because the hallway lights on because it's the morning everybody's awake and doing stuff, but there was two little just blocks of just where it was just there was no light, dark little blocks coming through where there's no light, like underneath the door. No, like in front of the door. Wait, there's there's just two dark like shadows or shapes in front of shapes in front of the door like somebody's standing there Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Um, and and the first thing i say is shit i can't see (laughs) (laughs) so i so i i just i just close the curtain and i just keep taking a shower (laughs) i just picture it's probably your dad fucking with you or i know always oh no when i close when i close the door always lock the door you like put your glasses on your dad's just standing there I'll fucking like wide ass brim with his legs. Well, see, it's something my dad used to do, and it was it was not funny. Was when he would uh when 
before I started locking my door to the bathroom, whenever me and my sister would take a shower, he would always like do this bit where like whenever he would come in and like start flipping the switch on and off again in the shower and be like, ah, to scare uh, us as kids. Yeah, no, it pissed me off. That's why I locked the door. But yeah, so there's a fun little thing. Uh, I don't know. I fucking don't... exciting that you're dealing with a ghost right now. Yeah. Man, crazy shit's happened at my house. <laughs> um, you got a frog? It's the frog. It's a damn frog. It's haunted. Oh, fuck. He's got, he's a stand. He's got a stand. Oh, no. I had to fight I him. Watch, I started watching um, on the part with JoJo season three where I met Iggy. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Let's get back into the spooky. <laughs> um, ah, oh, shit. Where was I? Okay. It was not long before people were coming from miles around and heard witnesses unseen force that was terrorizing the bell home. Before long, this unseen force had gained enough strength that it had now had a voice. When asked who and what it was, it gave different identities. It once stated that it was the witch of a neighbor woman named Kate Bats. Kate Beckinsale? Yes. Wait, so the ghost is a witch? Or it's a witch? Or is there some kind of like specter that she's uh, conjured? Or it could be the witch died and then turned into a ghost. Yeah, that's now what she's I'm, super ghost. That's what I'm wondering or if it's a ghost that decided to well, they, study witch. There's all there's been like stories of witches who have died and like no, I say witches. I'm not talking about like, you know, crystals and sage. I'm talking about like malevolent people yeah. or malevolent creatures or priests or whatever you want to call them, shamans who died and after their death they became these spirits with like like Tremendous amounts of energy. Like, almost they became nearly demonic or demonic. I've seen Last Jedi. Which, if you watch... (laughs) uh, If you watch... Actually, a good example of that is actually the Blair Witch movie. uh, Has anybody seen the Blair Witch movies? No. Yes. Well... Oh, you have? Have you seen the newest one? I've seen... Or I've only seen the first one. Yeah, me too. Well, something that was cool about it and is that, like, the Blair Witch itself, spoiler, is it has no physical form. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Pennywise. Well, Pennywise does have a physical form. Just light. Well, yeah, that's more physical than anything. But also, he's a giant <laughs> fucking spider. No, he's a turtle. That's his enemy. That's Mad- Madarin. Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nerds. But anyway, this is what <laughs> this is what many people believed, and from then on, this unseen force was called Bait the Bell's Witch. It seemed that Kate had two main reasons for visiting the Bell home. The main one was to kill John Bell. For what reason, no one knows, because Kate never gave a reason why. The second reason was to stop John's youngest daughter, Betsy, from marrying a certain neighbor boy named Joshua Gardner. Over the next three years, Kate tormented members of the Bell family almost daily. John and his daughter, Betsy, was the ones who received the worst of the physical abuse. Betsy had her hair pulled, she was pinched, scratched, stuck with pins, and even beaten. While John Bell began suffering from spells of swelling of the throat and often had the feeling of a stick being stuck sideways in his throat. Can I, can I, can I interject real quick? Yeah. What if this is just a huge way of John being like, you were not marrying that Josh? (laughs) Like, listen to me. We're going to think of a ghost. Uh, honestly, it, like, I mean, you could probably s- say, like, it was just him abusing his daughter and it was just cover up as the witch. Yeah. Oh, no, he was definitely abusing his daughter. That's not a witch. But then came the twitching and jerking of the facial muscles. Kate would blast him with curses and hideous threats during these spells. As time went on, John Bell became weaker and weaker. Kate was becoming well-known and drew large crowds of people. She seemed to be very intelligent in many things. The Bible, people's past, and the future. She could be in two places at the same time, miles apart from each other. She, Kate, finally accomplished her mission for coming to the Bell Farm. On December 20th, 1820, John Bell had died. It was believed that he was poisoned by Kate, and Kate took full credit for his death. And then in March of 1821, I know this is fucking crazy because Kate is not alive. Kate's a (laughs) 
fucking witch, <laughs> dead witch. Um, young Betsy broke off her engagement with Joshua Gardner. Oh, uh, have to feel awful with you, Josh. But then Kate then bid everyone farewell and promised to return in seven years. She did return in 1828 for a few short weeks. During this visit, she came to the home of John Bell Jr. and had long talks with him about the past, the present, and the future. She made some predictions for the future. Kate also said there was a reason for John Bell's death. However, she never said what the reason was. After the second visit, she said her next return would be in 107 years. That would have been in 1935, but some believe that she, Kate, never left the area at all due to the strange things that had occurred in and around the town of Adams and the Bell which came over these many years. Dude, that's the story of Tuck Everlasting. Yeah, but no, uh, there's another thing here that uh, is believed that um, there's a, an account saying claimed to be uh, Kate Batts was a mean old neighbor of John Bell who believed she was created by him in a land purchase or sorry, cheated. She was cheated by him in a land purchase. So that's yeah. why she's a fucking evil ass ghost. And on her deathbed, she swore that she would haunt John and Bell and his descendants. So, man. Yep. But yeah, no, this um, there's a lot of there's been a lot of like hauntings and ghost stuff reported and, and it gets it's a tourist attraction yeah. and uh there's actually this really long ass uh reddit story that's fucking creepy as fuck and i highly recommend it it's called the bell witch cave haunted or nah <laughs> <laughs> what so, if america's greatest literary <laughs> no okay. that's not it that's not it that was wrong. I read the wrong thing. Wow. <laughs> the, no, the the real the real story or the real uh story is: Has anyone heard of the Bell Witch? Go read that on Reddit. It's really creepy. <laughs> is, it it, cre- is it on? Uh, what is it on? What subreddit is on? Uh, it is on No Sleep. Nah, okay. it's fake. It's fake, but it's still good. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I know. I'm just stories. saying it's real good. Yeah. yeah I'm Anything on No Sleep, it's all fake. Now, if you, <laughs> one of my favorite things about Reddit is the Ask Reddit, where, like, what's the most spooky thing that's ever happened to you? I post it every day. My motherfucking ass is in bed just scrolling, getting yeah. spooked. <laughs> <laughs> I have mirrors in my bedroom now. Yeah. Lots of mirrors. The entire apartment. Yeah. It's Suspiria. There's a room that's nothing but mirrors. Yeah. Which was, isn't a lie. Think about putting up a sheet in that. Yeah, because that guy in the corner when we're watching movies is getting really fucking creepy. Well, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) He was like right behind you and you were being the game master. Why are you talking about the cult? No, I'm freaked out. Uh, dude, I'm going to the apartment tonight. You shut up. <laughs> like, just look, Let in, me the, get look in the corner and you'll see him. Yeah. He smiles. Look in- just a little story for our D&D session real quick. I was sit. I set up the table before they all got there. Here I am sitting at the table, hiding stuff from them and everything. And then here comes our friend over, and he's like, "They can see everything in the mirror behind you." I'm like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny because uh, Cody was looking, was trying to keep us hidden what this one character was, and he 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 had to look it up on his fucking laptop, and immediately you could see what it is in the mirror <laughs> because he he turned away from us, but we can still clearly see. It <laughs> yeah, he turned away from us, yeah. but it's in the direction of the mirror. <laughs> so that's that was, classic Cody. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I will say, um, even though everybody's gone around, Jonathan and I, we had a personal story we we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Hit that bitch on, up. on the haunted location because. Um, we we currently went. Like, oh my god! Stop. <laughs> Cody's having a condition. He's fit. gonna get rope burned. <laughs> Cody got rug burn on his nose from his shirt. Okay. Yes. Because uh, Jonathan and I, uh, with, with some friends, we're getting the new place, and we just we're going around just you know, house shopping, and there was one place that we uh, stopped at. Uh, we just happened to decide a road that said for house for mm. rent or lease, or, or excuse me, for sale or lease. And uh, it was a very interesting home. 
to say the least. Fuck. And it was one of those. What was it? Was was like four bedroom, three bath. You could have said it was. It was said it was four bedroom, three baths. Now it's this house is very deceptive from the road because it seems like just a, like like a, a just a larger house from like you know the nineteen forties to fifties, but there is no logical reason for the out for laid out this house because this is legitimately like a Alabama version of the Sarah Winchester Mystery Mansion because the guy we spoke to, the owner of the house, said the original builder built with uh, with no sort of plan. He literally said he didn't know when to stop. So there's just like really just weird layout of the house and just, and it's, it's even more like Byzantine from the back. Yeah, yeah like because like Pat was saying, like you look at it from the road, it's like, oh, it's kind of just this old house. And then you turn... There's a little road that goes to the back of it, and it does not make fucking sense. Like, it has awnings. The awnings have awnings. Um, and the owner of the house kind of gave me the creeps. Just the way he would describe certain parts of the house is, like, there's this little... The best way I can describe it is a like little storage shed thing that's attached to the house. He called it the greenhouse. It's basically like a, a cinder block hut with like a aluminum tin roof, basically. And it's, and it's just filled with like furniture. But I guess that's where you would put plants back in the day. But it, it's called it, quote, the greenhouse. It's it makes ca- no sense because you can't grow plants without light. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking exactly. of. <laughs> like, it's like dark as fuck. And it's like painted black, too. Um, The whole house is white, too. It's just, it has all these like... It's white and green has all these like awnings, like like we said, and like, if you go from the back, there's like all these like open air like screened in like outdoor porches, patios. Mm-hmm. There's like two of those. There's one bedroom downstairs, three upstairs, and that doesn't even get into the basement. Uh. We'll, we'll we'll get into the basement in a minute. There's also a ladder to the outside that leads to the. Was it one of the bedrooms that that ladder led to? I, I, presumably, because there's a ladder to the outside that's right next to like the side entrance to the house. Mm-hmm. Like a ladder attached to the house? Yes. yes. Kind of like a fire escape ladder almost. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Like Cole. Uh, I okay. said nice. I didn't say nice. Okay, nice. so like, you walk in and there was still like paintings and shit on the wall. And like some of them were like... You know, like legit paintings you would hang up. Some of them were like kids' drawings that were still on. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the bedrooms had these little doors. Like, the best way I can describe it, if you've seen the animated Alice in Wonderland, it's like the little mini door. Okay. From there. I've played Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> but you, it literally leads to, like, you open the door and it leads to just a crawl space. Because like literally every single room had like this had the little tiny little door that kind of just went to nowhere in particular, just like the inner workings of the house. Yeah. Oh, it's for people to crap walk. Oh. And it legitimately there was like broken tricycles and weird shit. Yeah, there was one that had a whole ass tricycle in it that was just there, like left to nature. And the how the rooms are all big, but like it's kind of like this course would be in the fifties, like. It has these closets, but they're not in, like, really convenient places. Like, all these nooks and crannies in the hall, you just open the door, and that's your closet. It's this weird, slanting, like, room that's really narrow. Yeah. And, and, like, all the closets were really tiny. The bathrooms were 
pretty disgusting. Uh, and, and the guy was like, I don't know why I can't get, you know, sell this house. And I'm like, oh, you need to bomb the place. But like <laughs> the, the first floor is, was semi normal in the sense of it was definitely an older house. Uh, the, there was a thing. He had this area called the playroom. It's, it's, it's just not nah, any house that has a room. Was this the only dude that lived there? He doesn't live there. He owns it. Oh. He's trying to sell it. He's killed children <laughs> because it's called the play. But it's really just like it's right when you come into the the side entrance. It's to the immediate right. It's just this big long rectangular room that kind of it's open facing to the hall. That kind of leads into the kitchen and everything. It's just kind of it's called the playroom. That's just a, what he used to describe it. Yeah, and then he said there. Did he describe the basement as finished? He's. He did not say it was finished. He just said there was a basement. There was a basement, and he said, if you fix it up, you can have a whole family living in there. And I would not allow anyone to live in that fucking basement. Also, another thing, too, about this house. Apparently, everyone in 1950 was five foot five. Yeah. Because the ceilings were so low, I kept almost hitting my head the entire time. Oh, my God. Especially on the stairs going down. On top of that, there was a bunch of fucking spider webs and shit. So, I was trying not to, like, get spider webs in my hair. So, we get to the basement. And the best way I can describe it is... It was the house from the end of Blair Witch Project. Like, it is straight up a Fuck. Blair Witch space because there's just detritus and just dirt on the wall. It, it's no working electricity. We had to use our, our phones to, to light the way. And what makes it even more unnerving is that there's no logical layout to the basement because we walked and it just kept going and turning and twisting. There and, were literal hallways that led to nowhere. This sounds like a mansion. Like it's, it's a humongous house. Oh, it's a deceptively huge house. It's like, I mean, like how much? <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't he say it was like twelve fifty? It month? was twelve fifty a month. I, I mean, I want it today. <laughs> ah. <laughs> house but, of leaves. Um, the creepiest thing about well, also there was just a bunch of like stuff that people left. Yeah, the people like there's kind of just there's a bunch of stuff that was left in the basement. And like like you said, the hallways that went to nowhere because like I just kept walking. I just I just blazed the trail. I just walked all the way through it, and I turned a corner and then like oh there's nothing here. And then like I look a little further and there's just a little crevice. It just goes to an end and just stops. Nah, this was a murder house. No, that's, that, that's what we called it. We, we called, called it, it the murder, murder house. house. Yeah. That sounds like a toy box killer type shit. Yeah. Okay. So the creepiest thing about it was the bathroom in the basement was so tiny. Like, the opening to it was like, I know this is a visual bit, but it's about this wide. I, I about was, a foot and a half is what Jonathan's holding. Yeah, about a foot and a half. And it, there was this tiny shower that just had a chair in the center of it. What the fuck? Like a, like a standing shower with just a chair in the, in the middle. It's like, this is where somebody got their blood drained. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. My God. And, yeah. Th- and, and, and so... um. We come out up out of the basement and we were like, "That was fucking weird," and and uh, the guy was showing us outside. Just some, of, he was showing us the greenhouse, the and, and then like the washroom. You would have to go outside and go into this like other building. Yeah, the washroom is, from, is you can only access it from the outside, and it's completely disconnected from every other part of the house. It's this big concrete room, and then there's also like a bunch of weird doorways that kind of just. 
hidden random places in the house. There's like there's like literally an alleyway in that and then like behind the house between like I guess the main section and like the add-on section. There's a, there's a, there's a alleyway with a door at the front of it. And the last thing you said, oh, there's still one more room if y'all want to check it out. It's in one of like the open air patios, and we all go up to it, and it's just a door with no handle. And he's like, yeah, go check it out. He was really enthused. Uncomfortably, he, built the house. En- he was uncomfortably enthusiastic about us going through that door. You should have made him go first because it sounds like he's going to shut that door and chain it up. Uh, <laughs> we were just like. It doesn't have a handle. We can't open nah. it. So yeah, that was that house. It was creepy as fuck. I can't believe y'all dealt with a murderer and just told that story on the podcast. Jesus. <laughs> and I, I was surprised the place wasn't wasn't what uh, condemned. Well, that because the basement should be condemned. The basement at least should be condemned, and I would argue the rest of the house. But, like, I, I was surprised, like, the doors and shit weren't, like, activated by, like, emblems in Resident Evil. It was a fuck. fucking... It was a fuck... It was like the Spencer Mansion from Resident Evil. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, we joked, what if we just, like, rent the house for one night for Halloween? Just, <laughs> that does sound like a fun place to visit, though. Wasn't it gross, though? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. It was... I Like, I imagine the carpet was originally probably white it was not white. it's like this deep like muddy brown and like uh. it's kind of like if, if, if you ever been into like a house that's like really old it's just kind of been locked up for a long time it's like the air was stale and like it, it just it, it was really musty really musty it's just and plus like that level of carpet it's just it's really hot it just traps heat it was really bad upstairs too like it's i would like to have seen it when it was in its heyday but to like to, to make it level would cost more than the house would be worth. Yeah. Definitely. And, and like the kitchen, if you would even call it that, was so small. It, it was literally like the size of this table. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh. they, they uh, talked about it uh, during the replacements too, but after the recording of that. And fuck, it sounds horrible. That sounds awful. I'm glad y'all all went together as a group because it sounds like just one of y'all would have went, went and came back. <laughs> one less podcaster. Man. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. That was the scariest play. <laughs> was ooh, the, the, the horrors of real estate. Wait, what are we talking about ooh. again? <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you don't know, in October, we always do spooky episodes every Monday. So they'll be coming out every Monday. We're going to be spooky all month. Uh, so listen to us on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Overcast. You can check us out on all those services. Leave us a review, a like, a subscription, a rating. Helps us out tremendously on all of those. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, AYCH Podcast. And you can follow us on twitch.tv slash all you can hear. And you can follow me, your boy, Tanner, on Twitter at Tanner1495. My name is Colt. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00. Uh, boo. Whoa. My name's Jonathan. You can follow me at Twitter at John Odinson12. My name's Cody. And you can follow me at CODDOC11. That's CODDOC11 on Instagram. Cod Doc, if you don't know how to spell it. (laughs) That's how we all say it. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I'm Wenzel, and you can follow me on Twitter at WenzyWilkie. Follow my art Instagram at RoderWenzy. What? <laughs> you gotta remember Patrick. 
What? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Patrick. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name. Or let's make this place haunted. It's already haunted. Y'all have brought in too much spooky energy. For always yeah, before Cody the not, podcast. Yeah, like Cody not flushing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope your pops come to life and kill you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's why I'm selling all of them. Hot glue your pops. Hot glue your pops. <laughs> Bye. People know what that is.